Hey everyone, welcome to the Just Be Fit podcast. I am your host, Mitchie, and I am super excited you're here. We'll be talking about all things mental health, holistic well-being, and learning how to just be in the moment. As we go through our young 20s and understanding and seeing all the things that happen in life, it can get really hard. My goal is really just to promote that holistic well-being and show others that you're not alone in this crazy life journey that we go through. So super excited you're here and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, my lovelies. Welcome back to another episode. You guys, it feels like forever. (laughs) I've said this a few times already and I'm not missing a week or anything. It's just normally I'm like pretty consistent with like Sundays. I'll record the next Saturdays. So it's like a whole week ahead. Um, But this past Sunday, so today is the 28th. And so it's a Thursday. Yeah. Um, And I didn't record Sunday. So it feels like a whole lifetime since the last time I've talked on here. Um, But hi, (laughs) I'm currently um, in my hometown in Arkansas. So I am not in my normal setting right now. And I was literally just thinking as I grabbed my mic, because yes, I brought my mic all the way to Arkansas, because we were not going back to the phone mic, like it's not happening. Um, But I was thinking about like, as I walked over here with my mic, and I was like, you know, I'm really glad that I haven't implemented video camera yet, uh, which I say yet, because that is something I'm looking at in the future. Um, when I kind of figure out more technology stuff. And I was like, heck no, I'm just like sitting in the living room, which isn't bad, but just like, I'm just not physically like, no, no camera needed, you know, voice is great. So um, anyway, I'm super happy that I can still record and I have the ability to and the technology and the time and place and patience. So thank you so much for joining again. Um, This week's episode, as you can tell by the title, is one of those cheesy ones of like, hey, New Year's, what are we doing? All that stuff. But um, I I just want to say like, even though I am going to get into like reflection and things that like I looked back on my journal before I left and all the things that um, I like was like, wow, like these are the things that I wanted to do. um, And some of them happen and I'll get into it. But even though it's like, okay, I don't feel like you should save like at the very end of the year for us to finally like reflect and look back and then start new goals or new intentions or whatever. I think you can do that literally any time of the week, year, day, whatever. Um, But I was thinking about a lot and a lot has happened. And I feel like it would be a good kind of peace of mind for myself to like have some structure like that's just kind of what I'm based on in my life and my routines um and I think it definitely helps when you go through really hard times is like reflecting on the good things too like it helps you remember like literally just how far you've come um so I think this is really helping me it helped me writing this stuff out looking back and saying, oh, I did do that. Or no, I didn't really do that as much as I wanted. But um, it kind of helps me like look forward to next year and the good things that can still come even when times are really rough. So I hope that kind of um, helps you whether you're someone who's already like started all the whole goal setting and stuff or not. Um, It's not bad to reflect and then plan forward to keep you motivated. So um, what I'm going to go through first is basically just The stuff I had written down, I think my entry was like December 22nd or something um, or 23rd. And it wasn't really like, okay, these are my 2023 goals. They were just like, 
I remember I read it like I skimmed um, that entry a little bit and then I got to the list of it. But like before I wrote my list, I was like, I have so much going on right now, um, so much that I feel like I need to do and get ready for. And it just like was like a bunch of tasks and things that were coming up within the next like handful of months that it was just like everywhere. So I even said like writing this down is going to help like my mind more at ease that things are going to happen and it's not just like a big mess. You know, it's like one of those like you have so much. It's like, where do I start? Um, so it was more of like a to-do dump list, um, but a lot of them were pretty big things for 2023. So I went ahead and used that. Um, and then after that, I'll go into like what I'm kind of looking forward to in 2024 is my intentions and my goals. So getting started, um, the first one I had on my list was learn more Spanish, <laughs> which is funny because I mean, did I learn more Spanish? No, not um like in a planned way, but in a way I do feel like I kind of naturally, I did realize a few things over the last month of being home a couple of times was like, whoa, I know more Spanish than I realized I did. And so, um, although I didn't intentionally like learn more, take lessons or do things like that, um, or classes or whatever, I, I do feel like I kind of opened up a, like a tiny bit more confidence of like having more confidence in like what I do know now. And like, being able to grow that and not be scared of like, what if I pronounce things wrong? Or what if people laugh at me? Because, um, and I'm not getting into this whole can of worms right now. But I think that's something I had realized um, was that I always kept that back and was more reserved and never really tried just because of um, things in the past and how I had been reacted to before when I would speak Spanish. So um, that was something I really wanted to do. And I honestly still always want to do. Um, and I did on the good side of that, although I didn't intentionally learn more, I did open up with my mom about it um, and my feelings on it and just kind of feeling like left out of the culture and um, just wanting to be more part of it. And even some of my aunts too, like know about that now. And they've definitely been, I, f I feel a shift, you know, like it's more of like a warm welcoming, like you are part of this, we can teach you, like you're not an outsider. And so um, I'm really hopeful on that, but yeah on the next one i had was keep working on the just be platform and so this one just made me really happy because although it was not at all what i thought a year ago because i was just like writing blogs um, i think i was starting to get into a good-ish groove of it um i had no idea i was gonna have a podcast i did like have the thought of like i should do a podcast instead like i just rather talk um, but I didn't think it was actually going to happen. Like I never thought I would actually make the leap. I always just kind of like a maybe one day kind of thing. Um, and so like, I was just really happy of like, even though it's not the keep working on it the way I thought it became something that just like, it's truly an outlet. Like I said it on my last episode, it was just like, this is truly something that just makes me feel better. Like I've had a rough past month and week for sure, you guys. And like doing this right now, like I'm already in a better mood. Like I feel it. So um, I was really happy about that and that I pushed through and um, that there's just kind of more going forward with the podcast and um, social media and stuff like that. So definitely a good one there. The next one I have is to look and pin like apartment ideas slash aesthetic that I wanted uh, because I knew like I wanted to grow into my adulthood life and have my like space looking you know, who I am, whatever that looked like. And so I was like, I really don't want to just throw a bunch of furniture in. Like I know you do when you first get a place, like every, you can't, like most of the time you can't just go buy all new things right now. So it takes time to like slowly implement the things, but I wanted to do it in a way that was like working toward a vision. 
Um, and I will say, I like, I thought about this after I read it. I was like, well, I did take a lot of screenshots. I remember sending them to people and like showing them to my sister and stuff. And I was like, do I like this one? I kind of like this one though. And it was like a mish and max match, whatever, um, of like different like colors. Um, and it's funny because like now I have a pink rug and like I, none of the pictures that I pinned or took screenshots of had a pink rug. Like everything was beige, white, gold tones, like very basic kind of stuff. And I was really, I was leaning towards that a lot. I was like, when I was looking at rugs, for example, I was like looking at like beige and white and I was just like, I don't know. I just feel so bland and plain. I was like, what is my personality? And so when I got the pink one, like I felt like I love my rug, you guys. (laughs) And so like, I really feel like it started to put more personality. So even though like I did look into it and I pinned it, it definitely took like a turn, but I think it's okay. Like I like it. Um, I think it's going to keep evolving as I get older, um, you know, just, different situations in life and seasons in life like it's not gonna always look the same I probably won't always have a pink rug but I think for a start it definitely helped me and so I did do that the next one was look for apartments um in St. Louis and I did that obviously (laughs) and then one now so um I did it once like I took a whole trip up there early spring and like two or three days of just apartment touring and I was making jokes saying like oh yeah I'm looking for a home but I also was like going to the gym most of the time I was there (laughs) Uh, which is just as important to me so you know keep that on the top of y'all's list whatever it is you know no judgment so um I did do that and I thought about it too and I was like that's funny because I think I toured like like eight or nine apartments in like two and a half days like that's a lot of apartments the more you think about it like I had one booked up like I think I had three or four every day and I was tired and I was going in between and like, you know, keeping all the paperwork and trying to remember all the stuff and everything like written down the pros and cons that I had after I left, like distances, space, rent, utilities, all the things like it was different for every one of them. So I'm not going to lie. It was like information overload at that point. Um, And then the last night I stayed there, I booked to tour one apartment on the next morning right before I was driving out to come back home and that's the apartment I went with the very last one I looked at and I do not regret it still (laughs) like some people find out and they're like why and I'm just like no I love where I live um and I'm glad I I stuck with what I wanted and I know even with just like a lot of um you know just comments and things from other people like always stick to your gut you guys like go with it so that was kind of off on a tangent. But anyway, uh, the next point I have was to, um, or goal, I guess, or to do, I don't know, was to visit St. Louis two times. Technically, I did do this. The first time was for the apartment touring for like three days. Um, the second time was just for fun. So like, I think whenever I said visit twice, it was more for like touring apartments and areas and like getting to know the city. Um, and I only did that once, but I still went a second time and I did still like get to walk around and see some areas and like, Like I looked at the map a lot. I'm really good with like looking at maps and seeing where things are. And I mean, still to this day, I don't know where everything is like geographically that well in the city. But um, I feel like I had a good idea even the second time I went. Um, So that was really cool. The next to do was to enjoy the European road trip I went on. And I think my biggest emphasis there and why I was stressing out so much last December was because thinking about like how I really need to be intentional with my saving and like especially over those next couple of months or three or four months leading up to it. 
um, of like, okay, we can't just go splurging randomly right now, especially. And then like packing, like buying the right things and packing, like you need to have like the universal chargers, you need to have like a good backpack, you need to have like, there's just so many things you have to think about when you go on a road, like road trip, or just a, a trip across like to a different country, especially, um, but in the country too. And so like, there's just a lot you have to think about. And I was getting kind of overwhelmed with that. So I think that's why I really added like, enjoy it, because there's a lot of planning and a lot of work to put in before it. Um, but it'll be worth it. And I will say it definitely was. Um, it was fast paced. It was a little chaotic getting ready for it. Um, and sometimes I do wish I would have planned a little bit more like outfits and stuff. But hey, like this was my first time ever. And it was a great time. And it was definitely worth the stress that I went through a little bit in the beginning. So the next thing I had on my list is or was to go to my friend's wedding. And I did that. So that was really cool. I loved that I got to support them. Um, and have such amazing friends, uh, lifelong friends already, like high school friends that I had made and just like seeing them happy together and starting their life. I was just really glad to be part of that day. So really happy about that. And it was so heartwarming. So then next to do was a little more general was to go on more walks. And you guys, I did this. <laughs> I was thinking back to this too, of like, okay, the time, you know, January to July timeframe when I didn't have like a huge career job, I was just working, it was just living day by day, you know, doing my thing, finding my hobbies, all that kind of stuff and finding myself and my own like contentment those walks, those mental health walks, you guys go just do them, please. Like there were days I did not want to get up at all. Like I'd go to the gym and then I'd come home and I would just feel useless. Like being completely transparent, me being always busy and achieving and doing things and being tasked with stuff and always feeling like helpful or wanting to feel helpful to people. When you take like a lot of that away, it kind of you know, I've talked about this before, it just kind of gives you of like, what's my purpose? What am I doing? What fulfills me? What makes me happy? And that's a lot of pressure. And you know, I have friends and family that helped me so much through that time when I would get down. Um, but you know, reality is everyone's got their own lives going on. So what can you do for you and going on walks helped me so much. Um, it was a like, I was able to clear my mind. And, and then sometimes I just needed on to, to go on these walks to, you know, I was worrying about the future. I was, especially when I was leading up to actually moving, it was like, okay, I'm thinking about my job and if I'm going to do good and like all the possibilities in a new city and stuff like that. So it's like, it kind of helps you release and just like, just be in nature. And like, I live in the city or I lived in the city before too. And so it was like, okay, nature, I feel like I kind of take that lightly because I was just literally walking through like streets and neighborhoods. But like, to me, I think I've said it on here before. I know I've said it to some friends. It's like, I feel like a plant. Like if I just walk outside and the sun's out, like I just feel better. So definitely something um, I did and want to keep doing um, because it's just super helpful. So the next to do was to go on more spontaneous trips. This one, I didn't do it as much as I would have liked. I think my thought here was just like, okay, if my cousins or my friends just are like, hey, let's go on a weekend trip to Dallas or somewhere in Tennessee or something like I wanted to say yes more. Um, I feel like maybe it was just like opportunities didn't come up, but I also didn't really like make the plans either. Like I do feel like I could have totally like made more trips on my own, like 
somewhere in Oklahoma or Tennessee or Texas. Like there's a lot of bordering states. So it's like, it could have been really easy or not even that far. I could have stayed in the state and just went on a day trip by myself somewhere, you know, like I don't have to wait for every, anyone else to do things. Um, but I think my big thing here was like spun, like say yes more was kind of like the overall theme of it. It's like, just say yes. Don't feel like you have to plan everything out. Like you have the freedom. If you have the weekends, go do it. Um, so yeah, I don't feel like I did it as much as I would have liked to, but I do feel like I did go out and do a lot more things with the time that I had. So I'm still pretty grateful for that. And then the last one, and I really love this one because I'm like, oh, there it is again, (laughs) y'all. I said, let yourself rest and just be. And this, I think I wrote because I knew the next six months were going to be tough. Um, I knew I was going to try to stay busy. I knew I was going to try to just go, go, go. So I didn't have to slow down and, you know, be, (laughs) just be, which sounds ridiculous as I'm saying it out loud, but like, that's just at the end of the day, I don't, you know, I just think about like when I'm 70, 80 years old, sitting on a rocking chair and I don't know, some state with hopefully some land and a great view of mountains or something like I can just feel like happy. And like the fact that why did it take till I was 70 or 80 to finally feel content just sitting here, you know, like I want to feel content and happy when I'm 20, 35, 70, 90, whatever, you know, like I shouldn't have to work all my life to feel like I finally get to that. So that was something I really wanted to keep in mind, um, especially through the time of like more or through like a slower season. Um, And I I definitely went through it um, and it was not easy, but without it, I 10 out of 10 think I would have been, I would have burnt myself out a lot quicker in my job. Um, And like we, no one wants to do that. You know, you want to set yourself up for success. And if you know, there are things that you struggle with, like work on them because pushing them aside is not going to do you any good. So anyway, didn't mean to get off on that one, but the, that was my list of like the to do's, I guess the overwhelmed Mitchie, um, a year ago. (laughs) Um, so those are my progress updates. Woohoo. Um, but now moving on to the exciting part is the 2024 look ahead. Um, so this, I thought about this a little bit as I was thinking about even doing this episode and I was like, you know what? I feel like intentions are like the bigger overall thing than like goals. Like goals are a hundred percent important. Like you need to have your goals. You need to have, you know, your smart goals being specific and measurable and all those things. Like I definitely think that's important. And I did list those at the end. So Um, We'll go over some of those that I have for myself. But um, to me, intentions are like what's going to help you go towards your goals. So like if you get off your goal, let's say, for example, or like one of them I'll talk about here in a little bit is to run a half marathon or a 10K to half marathon somewhere around there, um, a race, like an actual race, you know. And so like let's say this injury keeps going and I start to steer off that goal and I don't make it by the timeline I want or that amount. Maybe I can only do a 5K. I don't know. And so it's like, okay, but what was the intention of that? The intention there would be, you know, challenging myself to a run, to a race, putting myself to it, like something I haven't done in a while. It's kind of uncomfortable, like training, the discipline. The intention is to, you know, maybe learn more discipline. Like that's what it is. It's not the actual race. It's why you're doing it. And so um, some things that I listed three 
main intentions that I have um, before I want to get into like the specific goals of like things I actually want to like look back at the this time next year and be like, oh, I did that and I did that, you know, Um, but like the internal things in the background of where these kind of stem from. Um, So three of them I'll talk about are the intentions. So the first one I have is to look at life through the lens of love. This is something that I've really thought about a lot lately and it's just the fact that like everything flows and grows when there's love and when you run from the love that's there or you run from just like I don't want to say maybe not running but I don't want to say like (laughs) cold-hearted um I don't know if this is gonna make sense I'm gonna try my best here you guys um but like whenever you just look at things through such a negative view and just not like maybe just like emptiness rather than love it's so much harder to get through life and see it through just the beauty that it is and so i think my big thing here is just to like when things get really hard try to remember where the love still is to fill that love within myself because love is what i feel like makes it better and when I was younger, you know, growing up and going through relationships and things like I remember there were points in my teenage um, life, which was not that long ago. Um, I was definitely like, sorry, I thought that's almost coming in. Um, <laughs> I was definitely like, um, you know, at one point I was like, I'm never going to love again. Like, who cares about love? And then I don't know if anyone's watched like Vampire Diaries or any of those series or whatever, but I remember there was one point too. I was just like, you know what? Let me just like turn off the switch. I don't need to feel love. Like, you know, all of those thoughts are fun and whatever when you're in your teens. But like, as you grow up, you realize like there's so much more than just romantic love, like love for life, love for the simple things, love for who you are and that the opportunities you get and just everything like everything grows through love like how do you see someone who's happy and sparked up about life and think oh they don't have any love in them no they're probably filled and overflowing with love um and so that's just something like i i really have that intention of like no matter what happens and i want to keep having this intention it's like no matter what happens no matter who hurts us no matter the things that you know the curveballs that get thrown at you try to remember that there is still love there and inside you and others wherever that is, whoever that's from, there's still good out there. And so that's really easier said than done, um, especially when there's super, super hard things that happen. Like, trust me, I, I get it to an extent. Um, don't get your situation or whatever that is. But I, I truly think like you can't, you can't beat love. Just looking at life through that love and that it's growing and it's really, really powerful. So that um, was is my first intention, just keeping that in mind. I kind of like named it as like a mindset goal too. So like when, you know, like I already mentioned, when someone hurts you or things that happen, try to remember that there's still love and there's still good out there. My next one is do not get so attached to anything outside of me. This is a little bit contradicting, I guess, to the last one. I thought about this a little bit after and it can be harsh because you're like, well, like what if I want to start dating? Then it's like, okay, how do you date but like still be detached to where you're not like depending like this another another thing that you could go through like a whole can of worms on is just like there is a healthy amount I feel like of being connected and attached quotation to someone when you're in a relationship um but 
when it gets so far that you're like not able to live without them or know who you are without them in your life daily, like that's whenever you're being attached to something else. And it doesn't have to just be a person. Like it can be a thing, it can be a place, whatever that is. Like I've said it before, we will, we do, and we will always only have ourselves at the end of the day. Like you are the one who talks to yourself the most. You are the one who's going to be there for you at every single minute, every single light, every single darkness, everything. And so it's really like if you're depending or attaching to things that could leave in a snap of a finger, like that just scares me, I guess, you know, it's like, I don't want to depend on something or feel emotionally attached to something so much that it would just break me into pieces. And like, I would just spiral into who the heck am I like, that's really scary to me. And I don't ever want to like, lose myself to that point. But on the other side of that, like, I know, especially like, in terms of like dating, you have to like, give into that a little bit, you know, that's the risk you take whenever going back to last point, you open up to that love and you see it in like a lens of love. So there's a little bit of like a a dance, I would say when it comes to that. But I think generally what I'm saying is I don't want to get so attached to, you know, a city, a place, things, objects, you know, like everything, everything can go in a split second. The most important thing is yourself. And so, um, going on to that is like the mindset piece of this and the mindset goal, I guess would be to like, ask myself what will matter in the next five minutes, what will matter tomorrow, what will matter next week, whatever it is, whatever is most applicable in your situation. And is it outside of me? Like, is this something that I can control or not? What boundaries do I need to put up if that's the case? Like, if these are things that, you know, maybe some disruption with the attachment, and it's like, okay, well, the attachment is causing me too much heartache, I need to put up some boundaries there, you know, things like that. So just kind of reminding yourself of like, how much of this is outside of me? How much of this can I control? And is this really going back into me? Like, what can I do for me to be there for me? I hope that makes any sense. But um, that's kind of where I was thinking on this It's just like, being free, I guess, like being free of um, just, there's a a thing or quote, or phrase, whatever you want to call it, (laughs) um, that I had heard from a podcaster before. And I actually took a picture of it and posted on my story because I saw it on like a sign um, at like Marshall's or something a few weeks ago. And it said something along the lines of attached to nothing connected to everything. And like that really sticks with me all the time because it's like, I want to feel deeply, even though it sucks sometimes you guys like feeling all the feelings, the love, the hurt, everything like we're humans and we get to feel these things. And that's so freaking beautiful. I'm sorry if you hear the the trash man thing outside. (laughs) Anyway, um, back to what I was saying. That's so beautiful that you can, we get to feel all these things. Like that's like, we get the opportunity. And like, that can be really hard when you're going through so much pain and heartache and things like that. Cause it's like, I wish I could, I didn't feel this like, or I want this to be over already. But even I right now have to remind myself, like, I get to feel all of the feelings. That's the beautiful part of being human. Um, And so I don't want to miss out on that by saying, okay, I'm going to detach everything. I'm never going to have any kind of attachment to anything. Because no, then you then you like, you sacrifice getting those feelings and getting that beauty in life too. So to an extent, I say this detachment, but I still want to be connected to the things in those moments. And 
the time periods that I have with the person or the things and being connected, but not feeling so attached to where I would lose myself without it. You know, I hope any of that made sense. Um, so yeah. And then my third intention is don't give up on what takes care of me. And this one I know is something that's heavily weighted for me right now, because with my hip injury that I talked about last week, um, I think it was last week I talked about it. Whenever it was, I talked about it. Um, I, you guys, like it's still hitting me really hard, but each day is getting a tiny bit better. And I'm really thankful because I have some amazing freaking people around me, a great support system that are like, you know what? You're here. You're getting up still. You're moving. And that's something I really have to remind myself to sometimes when I don't have those people so close around is like, just because I have one thing in my hip that's causing me to, you know, not do what I want or how I want right now, there are still so many other things I can do. And so it's like, okay, this kind of sucks, but just really weigh into the things that I have, you know, give myself grace and balance and doing those things don't overwork. But like, just because one thing is falling apart doesn't mean you have to let everything else fall apart, you know? So um, it was really easy for a time and still here and there sometimes throughout the days, even after that episode, like I still struggle a lot, you guys. And so it's like, whether it's an injury, you know, family, jobs, whatever it is, I have to continue nurturing myself in the way that I can um, to get through those things. Because I know like for the hip example, like if I just completely stopped going to the gym, which I thought about it, like at one point I was like, like wanted to throw my hands in the air and say, forget it. Like I'm done. I can't do it. I'm useless. Like that's literally what it felt like, which sounds so ridiculous, you know, saying it out loud. And I'm sure I'll look back on this in a couple months or, you know, whenever that is in the future. And I'm going to think, what the heck you were willing to throw it all away because of one little thing. And it's like, yes, it sounds ridiculous, but these are my feelings and these are your feelings and whatever you're going through. And so my point here is that like my intention and my mindset goal is to always incorporate a little bit of what I can, even when it feels like everything's just useless because it's not the way it was. Um, and that can go in a lot of different things. Like I said, it could be an injury or family or maybe a job change, different things like that. Like do what you can with what you have, but also sit in your feelings first. Like if you need to like process, keep processing it, but do a little bit every day. Don't give up on the things that you know will nurture you. And for me, that's always like incorporating movement. Like I said earlier, going on walks, going outside, like I I cannot give up on that just because everything else feels like it's falling apart. It's really easy to want to just lay and not get up and say, I can't. So why even try? But that's the intention promise I want to make to myself this coming year. Okay, so those are all the intentions. um, And there are probably more, but those were kind of the three top ones that I really, really thought about um, and wanted to bring up here. Now moving to the specific goals. So these are the ones where you'll hear maybe other podcasters or, um, you know, vloggers or whatever, whoever you're watching or listening to on like, end of the year goals, like new year, new goals, whatever, new me, I guess. I don't want to say it, but um, so here's the part where it's going to be like, hey, these are kind of specific. Um, Most of them, at least Um, a couple are a little more vague, but I did think I should list a few so that I can look back again and be like, hey, did I actually like do that thing or um, reach that goal or whatever? Um, So here we go. First one is run a race. And I brought this up earlier. So I want to run a 10K anywhere between a 10K to a half marathon 
don't think I'll be doing more than a half. I do. I mean, shoot brownie points. I don't know, but, um, I really want to do like an actual race. I did a 10 K last June, I think no May or June, somewhere around there. Um, and then I actually ended up hurting my hip after that. I think I heard it from that race, to be honest, it was a different part of my hip. It wasn't, it's not the same thing that's going on now. Um, so I, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little scared because part of me thinks running might be a little bit of this. Um, and if anyone I know at the gym listens to this, they're going to be like, Oh my God, I told you. Cause I used to always get so much shit for being such a runner, but, <laughs> um, they were like all the running, like you run too much jokes, you know? So part of me does think this may be a little bit from running the more I have, um, talked and talked to some people about it. And I'm like, well, shoot. And then thinking back to like the 10 K, like I'm pretty sure my hip was hurt from that because I was okay until like right after that. Um, so I do have a little bit of that, like fear in the back of my mind of like, okay, do I go run a race? Because I mean, I'm going to get competitive when I'm in an actual race. I want to do good. Like I want to run a time that's good for me. Like I'm going to compare back to my old race times, but the reality is my body's changing. I am heavier than I was before. And I had this conversation with someone else a little bit ago too, of like, your body is like having to get used to this new like form and physique. And so putting stress on it, like you used to, it could be different. Like, I don't know how scientific this is, but it made sense to me because like I am carrying myself different and like getting my body back used to like race pace and um, long distance running, like that's going to take time and training. And so my goal here is to be able to run a 10 K from anywhere. So six to 13 miles um, as a race, but I don't want to put a goal time yet because I don't want to force my body or strain it too quickly trying to get it um, by early spring. Like I did want to do it in the spring. And so I want to ideally, and I really, really hope that that can happen. But I know that being very like, um, observant and listening to my body is going to be really important because it has gone through changes and I do need to make sure I'm doing this the right way. So I don't hurt myself more later. So first goal, run a race, um, whenever that is, don't know, but I definitely want to work toward it by next year or by the end of a year from now. There you go. <laughs> the next one is to keep growing, just be fit. And I added fit because for some reason last time I wrote just be, but I don't know, maybe I was, who knows, <laughs> but the just be fit, like platform or just like brand, I'd rather say brand just because like, I, I really, I think, and I talked to my friend about this before when I was still just starting the blog. I was like, I don't know what I want this to be. That's why I struggled so much with the Instagram. I was like, do I want to just like post like everyday things as a 20 year old and just like my random stuff? Because at this point, sometimes it feels like that's my main Instagram. It's like, this is where I like post all my gym stuff and all the encouraging things that I see people post. So then I share those like these are things I would want to do on my own account. But it's like I felt like on my own account that was maybe not overwhelming. But it was just kind of like, I just feel like I wanted a space just to do that. And so um it's really just kind of like forming more into what I want this brand to be. And I think I have a way better idea than I did a year ago um, of really just like overall wellness and life in your twenties. Like just basically it's just like, Hey, let's tag along for each other's ride, you know, like come over and I hope you see things that are and hear things on the podcast and see things on my Instagram that are like encouraging and help you. Like I seriously love when people are like, I needed to hear this today. Like even just that little comment, I'm just like, I think everything happens for a reason. If you're following this one random account that 
you see a post that they shared or they made and you're just like, I needed to hear that. Like those are the little things I love. So I want to be that. And by just sharing my randomness and my 20 year old mess ups and 20 year old random things that I do and whether it's cool or not, you know, I hope it helps someone somehow out there. So I want to keep growing the brand um, and help, help more people, um, especially through, again, like I said, Instagram and the podcast. Um, yeah, I just, I just want to keep it growing and be consistent with it. This one, I, I definitely could have been like, I want to do three posts and two stories a week or something. Like, I could have been real specific here, but I didn't just for the sole reason of like, yes, I've figured out more of what I'm like going toward with the brand, but I, I still don't want to make it feel like a job or a chore. Like this is fun. This makes me feel good. This makes me feel like fill my cup a little bit every day. Like I love doing it for that reason. I don't want to feel like, oh my gosh, I need to post something today. Like if I took this, you know, really, really, really far and just kept going and like wanted to make some kind of career out of it. Like that's where that's, yes, that's really important. You have to, like, I'm very realistic about that, but this is more of like my, this makes me happy. This is my little extra that I hope can help others, you know? But ideally, I'd love to be more consistent. So I know that would help um, with growing it. So that's something to consider. And maybe I will. Maybe I'll come up with some kind of schedule that's not too overwhelming. The next one I have is more career-oriented. And that's to grow my confidence at work. So what I'm doing in my job, um, just going into a completely new field. It's still in business, but it's like so specific in business that I was like, I just took like, I have a general, I have an international business degree. And I went into HR and I was like, okay, this is in business. A lot of it is still in line with it. Like I know a lot of the basics and the, um, you know, just like business side of things, but I didn't know like HR specifically. And so like the certificate class I had taken, the test I'm studying for, things like that, like that's HR specific and that's helping me grow there. And for the last six months, I felt like I was always kind of like holding back a little bit because I was like, well, I don't really know. I don't have a degree in HR. I don't have a specialty in HR. And so it felt like I I didn't really have much of a say or maybe like I still had a lot more learning to do before I had a say. And like, I feel like those are a little bit true, at least like the learning part, especially. But I feel like I'm finally getting to the point where it's like, okay, I'm starting to think and I'm like, wait. I think something, but I don't say it. And then someone else says it. And I'm like, wait, I should have said it. So it's like, it's just that reminder of like, you are learning, like put your learning to work, go be confident, go speak up. And so, you know, I'm still going to keep learning, of course, and I will be corrected all the time. I'm going to sound like I maybe don't even know what I'm saying sometimes too. And that's completely okay. That is part of the process. That's part of starting a new job. But my big thing here is like, go in with confidence do your best, show that you want to keep learning and um, don't second guess yourself, you know, leave things, show them what you got right where you are um, and then go from there. Let them in and help you, let them in to help you keep growing. Okay, that was where I was going with that. But <laughs> so yeah, confidence at work um, and outside of work too. But I, I wanted to say specifically work just because I feel good when I help and do a good job. So it's like, okay, show up, for my job and it's, it's, you know, ends up showing up for me too. The next one is to read three books. Um, and at least one needs to be fun. <laughs> so this one I know is probably not going to happen within the first month of the year, just because of all the, uh, all the textbook stuff I'm reading right now for the certificate that I mentioned. Um, so every time I try to read like a book that I like, I feel kind of guilty. Cause I'm like, if I'm reading, I should be reading to learn right now. That's part of my past, like achieving productivity, 
cycle that's not completely healthy that I have to get out of. So I am doing a little bit better finding some balance of like, okay, yes, study in your books for the productivity part of it, but also go read this book that is like interesting concepts or things like that. Um, But also that's where I say like three books, but one needs to be fun. I say that because like, I know if I said that I would have been like, okay, well, I really like this one by Don Miguel Ruiz. Like I know I started reading that one. And then there's this other one called like, like the happiness something or whatever. They're like mindset psychological things of like, just they're not not fun. Like to me, it's kind of fun. I like learning and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. We think that way or we don't think that way or like, you know, things like that, like mindset things. But it's also like I hear people read like Colleen Hoover and other like actual fun books that are like realistic fiction or non or um, or just fiction. And so it's like, why don't I read a mystery book or something or like a romance novel? Like try that. So that's kind of my goal. Just like read at least one book that's just like literally just fun. No learning, no nothing. Um, so yeah. Okay. Another point or another, why do I keep saying point? Another goal is to stay consistent with therapy. Um, I never thought this one's a little more vague, but I never thought I would say this one as like a goal. Like, I feel like these are one of those like non-negotiables, like the gym is non-negotiable. Going to school was non-negotiable. Like going to work is non-negotiable. Like things like that. I always would, I would put therapy in that same pile. Like I'm going, there's no second guess about it, but with certain things that have happened, it made it a little bit harder to um, feel like it going, you know, to feel like going and showing up and talking about things that are really, really hard to talk about. Um, So I I wanted to put this because I want to hold myself accountable. Um, I actually already postponed my session the other day because I was like, I can't right now. I don't want to, but I don't want to create a habit of that. So I put this on here and I was like, you're going to stay consistent. You're going to go when you say you go, however often that is, you're going to stick to that. Um, and I don't want to cancel for the sole reason of I'm not ready to talk. I mean, I do think there's a healthy balance there. Like you should respect that if you're not ready to talk, but like talk about something about whatever, you know, like make that little bit attempt. And so I want to keep myself accountable to that. Um, and make sure like I work through those things because like I mentioned a little bit earlier, like you've got to work through those internal things. Um, so yeah, my next one is another vague one again, cause no specific here of like, I want this point to be at this point by whatever. Um, but it's to grow in my spirituality. Um, this one, I'm not really sure what that looks like yet exactly, which is why again, it's kind of vague. Um, but I, I do feel like I want to connect with something like I don't feel I'm not going to get too much into this either. Um, but I, I grew up Christian. I grew up in church. Like I was very spiritual or like religious very much so before. Um, and over the past year things have changed and I feel like I'm just kind of at a, just getting through life right now. I mean, I don't want to focus on anything else. I know there's mixed opinions here and mixed emotions maybe. And you know, everyone believes in what they believe in. I will always respect that. I will never talk down on anyone's beliefs ever. Um, I just feel like I don't want to feel pressured into trying to find something. And so that's where kind of I was in the last year of like, I don't want to dive into that right now. I don't feel ready. Um, But this is something I do kind of want to look into a little bit more. Like, what are what is like a higher power? Or if it's like a just being spiritual in general of like the universe or whatever that is, you know, like 
what do I do and how do I practice that for me? Like, how do I fill my cup in that spiritual area? And I don't know what that looks like yet, but I do kind of just want to look more into that and explore into what that could be for me and see if that's something that I could really grow into this year. Um, So I think that would be something good for me. My next one is to check in with friends and family more often. This one should be easy. And I have a friend um, out of the States. He knows who he is that he checks on us like here so much. And he's in a completely different time zone, like way off time zone. And I'm like, you talk to them more than I talk to anyone here. And I'm in the same time zone. So part of me feels a little guilty. And I'm like, wow, I should I should check in on my people more. Um, it's, it is hard when you move away, but if there's anything I've learned over the past few weeks is like, you need your people. You need, you need the people that are going to be here for you and they need you. It's got to go both ways. And I want to be there for them as much as I can with, you know, emotional capacity um, and physical distance that is there. I don't want to overstretch myself. That is something I do also have to really work on. Um, but I don't want to just like go ghost because I have too much going on and I can't deal with it. Like, I know that's not healthy for me either. I know something I love more than anything is my family. And especially during tough times like this, it's like, this is whenever you've got to really connect with those people and grow closer together and get through it together. Cause it's, trust me, it's really easy to just isolate and say, I'll get through it on my own. Like that was my first reaction. And that's exactly what I did for a little bit. And as much as I wanted to keep going that way, um, definitely a big turnaround um, this week. And I, I just want to keep that going when I go back. I want to make sure I'm still checking in. I don't want to overstress myself because, you know, reality is I can't control anything that goes on here or things that are just going on in life. And all I can do is be there to support my family and r- remind them that, hey, we're in this together. So checking in is a big one. Also with friends, though, like I have so many amazing friends here too that have just been basically like my family. So it's like checking in on them because everyone's going through so much stuff. Like the more you talk to people, the more you realize like everyone's got stuff going on. Um, And I don't want to get so like sad on that point because it is, it's really hard to think about. Like we've all got a lot of heavy stuff. Um, But that's why I think it's so important to keep and grow these connections and support them. And just at the very least say, "I'm, I'm here for you. Like not physically maybe, but I'm here. Don't forget that. Like you're not alone. That means so much. And I feel like growing up, I heard that a lot. And like, it kind of just felt like a saying like, Oh, you're not alone. You're not alone. Like, I feel like I always took that very surface level. But the more you go through in life, and the more you grow up, it's definitely something that's like, those words mean a lot. Like, if I can say that, and it really hits someone and like, just such a positive way and like helping them feel like, okay, I can do this, like, please, I will do it. So okay, last one, I promise. I know this episode's really long. And I knew that was going to happen. Um, just because I had so much going on about, you know, New Year is a big thing, you know. <laughs> um, but this one, oh man, this one was in the back of my mind the whole time I, I typed all this up. And I didn't add it until uh, this morning, <laughs> actually. So I typed all this yesterday. And um, it was in the back of my mind as I added all of these, to be honest with you, because I don't want to harp on it so much. But it's just, with so much that happened over the past month, month or so, um, 
I found myself completely opposite of where I was in like September, like September, October, I felt like I was growing, I was being more positive, you know, I was just so excited. And I had that spark back that took me forever to get back. And now I feel like the spark just kind of went out again, being honest. Um, And it just really hit me. And I was like, what am I trying to say in all of these goals, especially the intentions? And it's like, my goal out of all of these things, and I feel like getting this one goal right here, the other things will happen just because they are me and they're what I love. Um, Excuse me, but um, it's to find me again and find that spark. Like there's so much in this life, you guys, and I'll I'll leave you all on this one. There's so much in this life that will try to dim your light, that will bring you down, that will, you know, the obstacles and adversity, like there's just so freaking much that we go through. And I was listening to a podcast this morning too about it. And it was just like, we have to go through those things to really see the goodness and the beauty of life to see the other side. Because if we didn't go through problems, if we didn't go through all the obstacles and the things that hurt us so much and make us feel so much pain, we wouldn't cherish the good so as much as we do. And it just so cheesy and cliche, but it just makes it that much sweeter. So I definitely, as much as everything has been hurting lately, and I just keep thinking like my spark is gone. When am I ever going to get back? When am I ever going to feel truly positive and energetic and happy and just so happy for life happening again? And it's so hard and it's really sad to say that because I never wanted to ever feel this kind of feeling again. But then I also think too of like, okay, I get let's say I get through this and I get my spark back. What's to say something else isn't going to happen in a couple of years? You know, God forbid, I don't want bad things to always happen and worry about them happening. But this is what makes you stronger. Those things that you go through, they make you stronger for the next thing that happens eventually. Because this is life, it's ups and downs, it's not all up. And so um, it, it just really toughens you up and helps you get through things and rise to the top of whatever it is that you're going through. So those are my goals that I have. Um, and I hope like me sharing them kind of helps you either just like think of things that are like, you know, just inspiring of more ideas or things that you could add on or maybe even just like the attention in that words, (laughs) the intentions part of it, like more mindset goals, like those are really important too. Because like I said, I feel like those are the deep drivers. And those are what you get the goals out of, you know, if that makes sense. It's like, you have the intention of doing one thing. But if you don't reach the certain mileage goal, like I said, with the race, you're doing it to have that discipline or something. So um, I hope it helps you think of things or keep things in mind as you go through um, starting this next year. And um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I'm super happy that you listened and made it all the way through if you're here. And I just cannot wait to keep doing this and to jump into 2024 with you guys. So that being said, let me know if you have any um, episode requests, any topics, um, things like that, whatever it is. Make sure you follow justbe.fit with two eyes on Instagram for updates and more content. And um, yeah, thanks so much for being here and I'll see you on the next one. Bye.